Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson, and I welcome you guys back into this broadcast. We are on 52 weeks of healing and deliverance on Abide Forever, and I pray that you guys are being blessed by these messages, hallelujah, and that they are um, assisting you and providing cleansing and healing and deliverance to your lives, okay? The Bible says is that it is for freedom that Christ has, has set us free and we want to maintain that posture. We want to maintain the liberty uh, that Jesus Christ died to provide to us. And so tonight on, for, on Abide Forever, I want to talk, if you will, for a moment about guarding your gate. When we look at deliverance from ourselves, okay, we look, we're looking at those areas of weakness in our lives, those areas where where the enemy tends to uh, try to penetrate our lives, tries to penetrate our homes, okay? And so we want to make sure that we guard against those areas because, listen, the enemy is not just after you, but he's after your children. He's after your wife or your husband, okay? He's after other folks in your family. He just needs one person to not guard their gate. And so I encourage us today, hallelujah, to ensure that we guard the gate of our heart and that we um, are not ignorant of the enemy's tactics, of his schemes. You know, the scripture makes it clear to us in union with the Holy Spirit, the Lord God Almighty always warns warns us. He always provides for us a way of escape. And, um, We've got to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and what he's saying and what he's doing and in how he is admonishing us. Um, We've got to pay attention to him and yield, hallelujah, yield to what he is saying and what he is doing and how he is warning us in our lives. Because we have to make sure that we guard the gate of our heart, that we guard the gates to our homes, okay? This is so critically important. And if you will, for a moment, go with me to the book of 2 Samuel. And we want to read and look into the life of David and let the Holy Spirit speak to us concerning guarding the gate. Hallelujah. We want to see, um, one, how the enemy operates, easy points of access, and the importance of guarding our gate. All right. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us in this hour. Father God, speak to us. Cleanse us and wash us. Holy Spirit, give us the the, the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Hallelujah. That we might know you better. Jesus, we thank you for this hour. We thank you for this freedom and this liberty that, that you have given to us. We ask, Father God, that you would just cleanse us and wash us as we study your word tonight. Open up the eyes of our understanding so that we can see your will, your way, and so that we can see the path that you have laid before us. And it is in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus that I do pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Tonight we are in the 11th chapter of 2 Samuel. And the word of the Lord says, 
in the spring at the time when kings go off to war david sent joab out with the king's men and the whole israelite army they destroyed the ammonites and besieged rabbah but david remained in jerusalem hallelujah in those in this first verse we see a very critical point not only in the life of david but in a critical point in our lives where purpose is important listen the enemy wants to move you off purpose because once you compromise and you're moved away from your purpose okay this is where you are exceptionally vulnerable to the enemy you're vulnerable to his tactics you're vulnerable to his devices when you are not living your life on purpose and by purpose i mean what are your godly assignments how has God positioned you in your life? All right. Um, what is your kingdom assignment? Are you doing it? Are you operating on purpose? Are you where you're supposed to be doing what you are supposed to do? What about the roles that you play in your home? Are you on task or are you off task? Worried about other people? Worried about other folks' assignment? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm saying that God wants us in our proper place in our homes he wants us in our proper place in his kingdom and carrying out our god-given assignments when we move off purpose we become vulnerable to the enemy's tactics and this is where david finds himself this first verse says it was in the spring when kings go out to war david was the king yet we see that he stays behind and this exposes to us um, that we don't want to negotiate with the spirit of compromise. Listen, whatever you're supposed to be, be there. Whatever you're supposed to be doing, do it. Let us stop playing games and let us stop taking breaks, okay? Because a break, hallelujah, uh, puts you in a vulnerable position where the enemy has a competitive advantage over you. And so I say to you uh, tonight, so I say to us tonight, let us remain on purpose and be steadfast at where God has placed us in our family, in our home, and where God has positioned us in our kingdom assignments. And so first and foremost, we see that the king has compromised in that he's supposed to be out at war, yet he stays back. And he's vulnerable to the enemy at this point. Verse two says, one evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the rooftop of the palace. From the roof, scripture says, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful and David sent someone to find out about her. The men said she is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam and the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Okay, at that point, uh, uh, every red flag was thrown. 
every red flag was thrown to King David. This is the point where he should have bowed out gracefully, but because he already opened the door to the spirit of compromise, hey, it was already present. It had already, he had already yielded to the spirit of compromise. And so when they're telling him who Bathsheba is, who she belongs to. Listen, the king does not entertain what they are saying to him. The Bible says that then David sent messengers to get her. Uh, it says she came to him and he slept with her. Listen, he was compromised because he was off purpose. And once you compromise your purpose, listen, you're going to compromise more. You're going to compromise more. And so we're talking today about being delivered from ourselves. And that begins, number one, with us not yielding to the spirit of compromise, us ensuring that we are on our divine assignments, that we're carrying out the task that God has placed before us and that we are properly positioned in our homes the way we are supposed to be. And here we see that the king has given place to a spirit of compromise. And so when he asks about Bathsheba, because he already yielded to the wrong spirit, instead of him listening to the messengers and saying, you know what, let me leave this woman alone. He goes beyond, he, he, he transgresses is Uriah who is Bathsheba's husband. She, he, he oversteps a, bind, a boundary line that he should have honored, but because he has already yielded to a spirit of compromise, he yields once again. And listen, if we're going to guard our gates, first and foremost, for, first and foremost, we must guard ourselves against the spirit of compromise. And so I ask us to look into our mind and our heart in union with the Holy Spirit and ask ourselves, what areas of my life am I compromising? And we've got to take that territory back in the name of Jesus because compromise becomes a breeding ground for more compromise. Hallelujah. And we don't want to give place to the enemy. And if we're going to be effective in guarding our gates, the number one spirit that we must guard against is the spirit of compromise. Hallelujah. How do we guard against that spirit? We guard against it by being on purpose. Not only must we be on purpose, but listen to me, number two, when when uh, red flags are thrown our way, okay, we've got to heed, we've got to yield, we've got to choose to not transgress boundaries that we know are in place. The word of the Lord says that David sent for Bathsheba. Scripture says that he slept with her. The word of the Lord says now she was purifying herself from her monthly uncleanness. Then she went back home. Then she went back home. The word of the Lord says the woman conceived and sent word to David saying, I am pregnant. Listen to me, people of God. Once we yield to a spirit of compromise, we become a breeding ground for more compromise. And we see that because he compromised his purpose, now he compromises, hallelujah, Uriah, he compromises and transgresses 
expresses Uriah's marital covenant with Bathsheba. And now word has come to him that Bathsheba is now present, pregnant. And what does he do? We know that he continues to compromise. If we continue reading, the word of the Lord says, so David sent word to Joab, send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent him to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked him uh, how Joab was, how the soldiers were, and how the war was going on. He's pretending to be interested. He's completely operating in deception and he has ulterior motives in place. Listen, when you compromise your purpose, when you step out of the place where God has assigned you and you're not doing what he has instructed you to do. Once you open yourself up to that spirit of compromise, you're going to compromise more. He's operating in deception. He's pretending to be interested in what's going on in the war when really he's queuing up Uriah to try to cover up for the fact that he's gotten Uriah's wife pregnant. Listen to me, people of God. The word of the Lord says... In verse 8, then David said to Uriah, go down to your house and wash your feet. So Uriah left the palace and a gift from the king was sent after him. But Uriah slept at the entrance to the palace with all his master's servants and did not go down to his house. Listen, Uriah was steadfast. He understood his purpose. He wasn't compromising. He's like, all my other men are out in the war and they're uncomfortable. I'm not going to make myself comfortable in my home with my wife. I'm going to honor the moment. I'm going to honor the hour. And that's what David did not do. He opened himself up to a spirit of compromise because he was not guarding his gate. Hallelujah. He compromised. And right here, right now, we see Hallelujah, what it looks like to be steadfast in our purpose. Uriah shows us that in those moments of life where we want to be comfortable, <laughs> in those moments of life where we want to take a break, in those moments of life where we want to take time off. Listen, the, the Lord is saying, don't do it. Because when you forsake purpose, when you forsake assignment, when you forsake your calling, you're not guarding your gate and you're opening yourself up to a spirit of compromise hallelujah let us keep reading verse 11 says uriah said to david the ark in israel and judah are staying in tents and my commander joab and my lord's men are camped in the open country how could i go to my house to eat and drink and make love to my wife as surely as you live i will not do such a thing listen this man was steadfast and this is how we have to do we've got to be willing to not compromise on any point and this is how we guard the gate this is how we guard the gate to our hearts this is how we guard the gate to our homes and both of these two things are equally important we got to guard the gate to our hearts and when we guard the gate to our hearts against the work of iniquity against the the traps the tricks and the schemes of the enemy we also guard our homes listen because the enemy not only has a plan for you, but he's got a plan for everybody in your house. And to the one who is not guarding the gate, that's the one whom he's going to work through. And we see he's working through the king. Hallelujah. Working all types of wickedness and unrighteousness. 
but Uriah shows us what it looks like to be steadfast. Hallelujah. Listen to me, people of God. The word of the Lord says in verse 12, then David said to him, stay here one more day and tomorrow I will send you back. <laughs> Since you're so steadfast, listen, and David is operating in deception. He's fully given himself over to a spirit of compromise. He's trying to cover up for the fact that he's gotten Uriah's wife pregnant. And so he's coming into agreement with Uriah saying, okay, I'll send you back out tomorrow. The word of the Lord says in, um, so Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. At David's invitation, he ate and drank with him and David made him drunk. But in the evening, Uriah went out to sleep on his mat among his master's servants. He did not go home. Listen to me. Even under, hallelujah, the influence of intoxicating drink, the man is steadfast in his purpose because he's not, hallelujah, overtaken by a spirit of compromise. He goes back out and he sleeps in the tent and he doesn't make himself comfortable. He doesn't go into his house. He doesn't pleasure himself hallelujah with his wife he remains steadfast in the purpose and the purpose is the current battle at hand he understand his his assignment and he does not yield hallelujah i thank god tonight for this example listen to me people of god the word of the lord says in verse 14 and we're just unpacking this thing in the morning david wrote a letter to joab and sent it with uriah in it he wrote put Uriah out in front where the fighting is fiercest then withdraw from him so that he will be struck down and die so while Joab had the city under siege he put Uriah at a place where he knew the strongest defenders were when the men of the city came out and fought against Joab some of the men in David's army fell moreover Uriah the Hittite Die. And so David has accomplished his mission. Ultimately, he wanted to destroy Uriah. Hallelujah. Because the man wouldn't go in and sleep with his wife so that he could deceive him into thinking that the seed that he had planted in his wife belonged to Uriah. Hallelujah. And so the plans of the king failed. And we see that he is fully immersed under this spirit of compromise. And he's making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. This is the reason why it is so important to guard your gate. You must guard your gate. Hallelujah. And so now Uriah is dead. Bathsheba is pregnant and the word of the Lord says Joab sent David a full account of the battle he instructed the messenger when you have finished giving the king this account of the battle the king's anger may flare up and he may ask you why did you get so close to the city to fight didn't you know they would shoot arrows from the wall who killed Abimelech son of Jerubasheth didn't a woman drop an upper millstone on him from the wall so that he died in the beds? Why did you get so close to the wall? If he asks you this, then say to him, moreover, your servant Uriah, the Hittite died. Verse 22 says, the messenger set out and when he had arrived, he told David everything Joab had said to say. 
the messenger said to David, the men overpowered us and came against us in the open, but we drove them back to the entrance of the city gate. Then the archers shot arrows at your servants from the wall and some of the king's men died. Moreover, your servant, Uriah the Hittite is dead. David told the messenger, say this to Joab, don't let this upset you. The sword devours one as well as another. Don't let this upset you. The sword devours one as well as another. Press the attack against the city and destroy it. Say this to encourage Joab. Hallelujah. Listen to me, people of God. The king was fully compromised. He was fully compromised because he compromised when he chose to not be where he was supposed to be when he chose to be off purpose rather than on purpose. And so I want to encourage us tonight to ensure that we remain on purpose and that we do not yield to a spirit of compromise in any area of our lives, whether it is in our home whether it is on our job, whether it is concerning our kingdom assignments, where are you supposed to be? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you faithful and diligent in your home the way you're supposed to be? When you are not, you open yourself up and you make yourself vulnerable to the enemy because you're yielding to a spirit of compromise. Let us be steadfast like Uriah. Let us be determined within ourselves that we're going to stay aligned to our purpose, that we're going to stay aligned to our kingdom assignments and that we will not be moved from that place hallelujah listen to me people of God the word of the Lord says when Uriah's wife heard that her husband was dead she mourned for him after the time of mourning was over David had her brought to his house and she became his wife and bore him a son but the thing David had done displeased the Lord hallelujah and I'm going to stop right here the thing that the David that David had done displeased the Lord. We're talking about deliverance from self. Hallelujah. We ourselves need to be delivered. And we've got to be aware of our weaknesses and aware of our vices. We've got to be aware. And we, in union with the Holy Spirit, we're asking him to deliver us from ourselves. Deliver us, O oh Lord, from those spaces and places of our lives where we're, where we're looking, hallelujah, to settle, where we're looking to find comfort when really we should remain steadfast and on purpose. Father God, deliver us from ourselves. Deliver us, O oh Lord, from the spirit of compromise that plagues us, Father. Hallelujah strengthen us Lord God and enable us to guard our gate the gates of our heart and the gates of our home with all vigilance Father God in the name of Jesus may we not yield to the spirit of compromise in any area of our lives strengthen our resolve Holy Spirit strengthen our resolve 
to be steadfast and unmovable, immovable, abounding in the work of the Lord, abounding in our purpose, abounding in our kingdom assignments, abounding in our roles in our homes, Father God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Seal this word in our hearts. Challenge us, Lord God, and cleanse us in the name of Jesus. May we find ourselves steadfast. And may we find ourselves always, at all points, at all times, operating on purpose and being unyielding to the spirit of compromise. May we always guard our gates in union with the Holy Spirit, Abba Father, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah. In the matchless name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson. Listen, we need deliverance from ourselves. And I encourage you tonight to make sure that you guard your gate, the gate to your heart and the gate to your home and be unyielding to the spirit of compromise. Hallelujah. Um, next uh, time on Abide Forever, we're going to continue on uh, in this message on deliverance from self. And we're going to continue to look at the life of David. And next time we're going to focus on, hallelujah, how uh, guarding the gate to the home is important. But it begins with the guarding of our hearts and not yielding to spirits of compromise. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time. Be blessed.